This is the Warmester Town Supporter Podcast, and I'm your host, Roland Millward. Coming up in this episode, we're going to be taking a look at what happened when Warmester Town travelled to Olden Abertonians. We have a player interview for you, and today's player has been doing very well in defence for Warmester Town. It is, of course, Jordan De Silva. We're looking forward very much indeed to that interview, so do stay tuned. You may have noticed that we've had issues with YouTube at the weekend. We couldn't bring you a live broadcast. And that was rather sad. We, we love to bring you live football wherever we go, both home and away. I'll explain more about that coming up after Jordan De Silva's interview. We'd also like to bring to you a little review of how the league table looks right now and the games that are coming up for the rest of the season. So stay tuned. Don't go away. All of this in this week's episode. Good evening, Jamie. How are you doing today? I'm not too bad, thank you. You? Marvellous. Yeah, very good. Thanks. So we'd just like to, as we normally do, have a little quick review of what happened at the weekend. And this was when Warminster Town went over to Olden Common and uh, played Olden Abertonian. So uh, what's your view on the match? Uh, it was quite a scruffy game, I think. Uh, you know, uh, the, the first half wasn't was okay there were a few chances in the first half obviously that's when Warminster scored very good goal from uh, Martin Johnson um and a couple of fantastic efforts from uh, from Lewis Graham from range one smacking mm. the crossbar right at the end of the uh, right at the end of the first half uh, the second half was quite i don't want to say dull but not an awful lot happened in the second half no, um, it was the game became even more scrappy. I think in the second half. So um, mm. yeah, it, it wasn't the the best game of football. Let's be honest. But we still came away with three points, and that's the main thing. That's the main thing. And Nathan Ball called into action. He mm-hmm. did a good save, kept it uh, to a clean sheet as well. So uh, all in all, I think if you if you can win games like that, it's an achievement, isn't it? There are times if we go back a year, we'd have lost games like that on. On many different fronts, really. Mm. Um, so playing badly and still win, it's the old Manchester United saying, wasn't it, you, you play badly and still win? <laughs> yes. At the end of the day, that's, that is the important thing. <laughs> that's the important thing. It's the three points, which uh, obviously moves us nicely up the table. And we'll take a look at the table in a moment or two. I don't think the, the pitch was the greatest either at Oldend. Um, the players were saying it was a pretty terrible pitch, so I don't think that particularly helped the Yeah, football. it looked a bit... It wasn't so much sort of uneven in the way that, you know, our pitch slopes off a bit in the corner. It it, it actually looked quite bobbly all over. Yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah. that caused, yeah. And quite unusually as well, quite often the players would kick the ball and it went vertical. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure whether the, the wind was helping us very much there. It, um, no. it seemed to sort of swirl around there very, uh, quite a lot rather than just blow yeah. across. Yeah, so, didn't help yeah. play. So the weather, weather pretty... It, wasn't weather played a part yeah i think it played a part didn't it as it was right okay so what we'll do next uh, we'll take a break a moment and i'll come back to you and we'll take a look at the league table as it now stands and also we'll have a talk about the the rest of the season the few games that are coming up so don't go away we're really pleased now to be able to introduce you to jordan de silva he plays for warminster town football club so let's find out from jordan how he's getting on at Warminster and what his views are on the football that they're currently playing. 
So we should have Jordan De Silva on the line. Are you there, Jordan? I'm there. How are you, Roland? Very well, thank you. And yourself, because you had a bit of an injury at the weekend, didn't you? I did. Um, I'm a little worse for wear. I'm, I'm hobbling a little bit, but I'll, uh, I'll survive. <laughs> good. Good to know. Was it your ankle or something that you got uh, trouble with? It was, yeah. So it's, a, it's an old injury, actually. I do it probably twice a year. I, uh, I've got weak ligaments, I think. So I sprained my ankle quite badly. This was my second time this season. <laughs> good. Well, let's hope you right. soon recover because we, we need you. We haven't got many games left to go. I uh, know, just the four left. So I'm hoping, if not this weekend, I'll certainly be back uh, for the running over Easter. Brilliant. That's good to know. So let's uh, talk a little bit about um, yourself, really, because uh, what we're trying to do is to get uh, the supporters, everyone that's interested in Warminster Football Club, to get to know our players a little bit better. So perhaps you'd like to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how long you've been interested in football and what you've been up to sort of thing. Sure. So uh, um, I kind of go from the start, really. I, I'm from Trowbridge originally um, and I started playing at Trowbridge Town probably since I was about 10 years old. Um, yeah. And I stayed there in the youth setup um, until I was 16 and then sort of moved on to, um, I played at Bradford under 18s for a couple of seasons. And that um, I actually played with Martin Johnson and, and Ryan Baggs, who I still play with today, who are in the team. Um, <clears throat> and sort of a brief spell um, in the, the Trobridge men's setup, um, in the reserves and, and for a little while in the first team before I moved away when I was 18, I moved away to study at Cardiff um, and I'm still in now. So, <laughs> so that was, well, that must have been seven, eight years ago now. Um, and I played a little bit in the Welsh League uh, in Cardiff. Um, yeah. And for various sort of uni teams locally around here. And then around my second year of uni, I had my son, Luca, um, who you've met actually. He comes up to some of the games sometimes. You've probably <laughs> yes. seen him running across the pitch. Yeah. <clears throat> And, um, was, it, was he the, was he the little one in gold the other day at halftime? He was, yeah. So he, he actually <laughs> led us out. He's got a little kit now. Scotty, um, our physio, yeah. sorted him out with a little warmer to strip. And uh, brilliant! It's a highlight of his weekend. He comes up and supports the team and plays at halftime. So yeah, um, yeah. We'll get him signed up. <laughs> that's right. It won't be long. He's already asked me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but when when Luca come along, um, I kind of worked a lot and I worked a lot of weekends and I was doing night shifts um, in sort of bars and restaurants. Um, and I stopped playing. I, I, a good few years I didn't play when, when Luca was first born. Um, and it was just by chance, really. Uh, one of my friends, Tom Robson, got the Trebuchet Town job in the Wilts League. Um, yeah. And he signed me on and he said that if we're ever short, then maybe I could come and, and help him out. Um, and I think I came and played once and then I, I started every game for the rest of that season. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and, well, there you go. That was good. Yeah. That's right. And I kind of got the bug back. And then from there, I had sort of short spells at Longwell and Oldland um, and then Westbury recently until um, obviously Bagsy came over here with Martin and, and sort of spoke to me about, about the team and the setup. And then I've not really looked back. Hmm. That's good. Excellent. Well, we're very pleased to have you. I tell you, Jordan, you're doing a good job. Oh, um, thank you. Now, you're, you're playing against one of the centre-backs at the moment. Is that where you, your normal position has been? Your preferred position? Or what's um, happened? Not historically. So um, when I was younger and, and a lot fitter, I was always a centre mid, uh, all through youth football, uh, under 18s. And it was only really um, when I had a few years out um, and I came back, I just was, <laughs> wasn't fit enough to play in centre mid. Obviously, obviously, I had such a long time out uh, and not really running much at all that I, I kind of got forced to play centre back. Um, 
and kind of gone on from there. So it was Robbo at Trowbridge that first played me there a couple of seasons ago. Um, mm-hmm. So I've only really played there. This is probably my third season at centre-back. And then all the other years I was I was playing centre-mid. But uh, I just don't have the legs for it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not that old. <laughs> no, I'm only, I'm only 26. But, uh, well, there you go. Honest, I'm, I'm, the further away from their goal I am, the better, really. The better it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't have to run too far, it helps in the game. And I suppose... Exactly. Ideally, you don't want to be straying off too far because that can leave us a bit open to attack, can't it? So, uh, good. So, yeah, now, uh, so I was going to say, I've, I've learned yeah. to love it a little bit. I never used to enjoy defending, but actually, particularly recently, where we've been keeping clean sheets and winning games, I'm starting to enjoy the uh, the defensive aspect of it. Excellent. It's, I think our back four can be, you know, at a lower league level, begin to liken like that famous Arsenal back four, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> certainly... at, at, at a lower level, you know. At a lower, at level. A lower level, maybe. We're, uh, yeah. we're getting there. I think when we first started uh, the first few games, uh, we had a few uh, changes in personnel. But actually, the last sort of 10, 12 games, we've had a, a very consistent back five. And I think that's starting to, to show in the, in the results and, and the clean sheets. Yeah, and everybody needs to know what, each other's going to do, don't you, and that kind of thing, and exactly. react well. And, and Lewis has fitted in very well as centre back as well. I mean, I remember he was sort of on the wing when I first went to Warmers as a young lad. You know, he's trying to score goals, etc. But uh, <laughs> he's, he's certainly grown into the role at the back, and of course, he can still come up and score. He has. I think someone said the other day actually he used to be a striker before he, he uh, was playing there. But he's a uh, he's a good natural footballer, Lewis. You still see him dribbling out of defence now and again, so he's still got yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> and it's it's handy to have that occasionally. Just you know, puts the other team off a little bit when he does start coming through. So that's, that's Absolutely. good. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. So just let's just talk a little bit about sort of football and generally speaking. Now you can relate this to Warmest or you can relate it to anywhere else. And, and I've asked this of the other players that have come on. What's the worst game you've ever played in? The worst game. So I kind of related it to this season. I was thinking about the games we've played this year. And obviously recently we've been on a great run and we've not really had any, any bad games to remember, but, the the Radstock and Portishead are the two games that, that sort of stick in my mind this year, um, and I think Radstock was probably the worst of the two. Uh, we went we went away to Portishead and we're we're three 0 down at half time, um, but actually we we ha- we created quite a few chances in the first half, and I think they probably had three chances and scored all three, and mm. and we rallied in the second half and pulled two back. And although it was a bad day, um, I think the Radstock won pretty much everything that that could have gone wrong went wrong we conceded early we somehow yeah. managed to claw it back and then we we struggled to string a pass together I think in the second half over there mm. so that that sticks in my mind a way to Radstock I think at the time they were quite low in the league as well so maybe we were guilty yeah. of expecting to to go and get a result and uh we got caught out and <laughs> that sticks in my mind I remember not enjoying the second half at all that game no I mean I was there you know watching and putting it on YouTube and I was thinking, hang on, I'm even losing track of the score almost. I've kind of got bored with it. You know? Yeah, it kind of flattered <laughs> it us. I was, think we only lost by one. Was, we did, yeah, it, the score line didn't reflect how, how poor a performance it was really. So just perhaps shows how bad Radstock were at the time as well. In a, in a, I know, to one and I remember it was, only, it was only my second or third game and I remember coming off and thinking, am I fit enough to, <laughs> to play? I really struggled in the second half. With, uh, with the pace of the game and I thought am I going to get myself fit enough but I think we're almost there now <laughs> Brilliant well that's, that's good we're certainly doing, doing alright over the last few months that's good exactly. uh, so thinking about we've had the worst one Let's get, I always get the worst one out of the way I think you should start with the negatives yep. <laughs> and then go to the positive what's the best game you've ever played in? So 
again, there's there's two that, that stick in mind. Um, I think the first one was when we beat Carlton 3-1 at home. Um, I think we went 1-0 down that day as well, and we, we managed to put it back yeah. level at half-time. And we lost Charlie Walton really early in the second half, probably five minutes mm. in. And yes, I remember thinking again, I remember my thought process at 1-0 with 10 men that, and I think at the time they they may still be third third in the league. Yes, yes, yeah, they're up I there. Thought, I thought we were up against it, but um, we managed to win that 3-1 playing with a man down. So that was certainly up there. Um, but then I think actually the 3-0 versus Cheddar at home um, probably trumps that with with the clean sheet and Cheddar being top of the league. Um, yeah. Um, and again, going into that game, I wasn't really sure what to expect of Cheddar. I could, obviously, I've never played them, but I've seen seen them in the league table and, and thought we were in for a really difficult day, whereas actually we, we limited them to very few chances and, and I think Jack Millett was, was unbelievable that day. He scored two um, and we won 3-0. So I think that, unless we do anything unbelievable in the next four games, we'll probably go down as our, our, our best result this season. Well, I mean, obviously I was there. The, 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 well, the 10 men one, I think that was phenomenal performance with 10 men. I know, I think Devizes pulled that off the other week as well with 10 men came out and, and won a game. So they it did, can yeah. be done, but it, it takes a lot of effort. And it wasn't the fact we're up against a bad team or anything like that. It just absolutely went up to superpower, you know. It was incredible. Yeah, I think, so I think you guys on the sideline, I think you guys on the sideline, the atmosphere we've had at some of the home games has helped as well. I know I remember Wells over uh, on Boxing Day and we've had some good, some good gates um, and that certainly helps us on the pitch as well. Oh yeah, it's it's good. The more and more people are coming to the club, which is good, and we're we're attracting an audience from far and wide too, which is nice. People are, are. even travelling from Birmingham and Kent and all sorts to come and see a game. So you know, <laughs> long may that continue. That's it. That's the more the merrier, definitely. The more the merrier, absolutely. So let's just take a little view then. Um, what's been your view of the season so far? Would you say just to sum it up? So it's strange. It's been a bit of a season of of two halves. I think when I come in. Um, my, I made my debut in November and I think we, we were sat about 17th in the table. Um, and I remember Crabby rang me just before I signed on. And I think the aim really was just to pull away from, from those teams that's at the bottom and, and put a bit of a gap between them. And we probably would have been happy at the time finishing somewhere in the middle of the table. Um, yeah. But actually, since, um, you know, some of the signings have come in since myself and uh, my brother, Connor, I think Alex Churchyard came after us. Um, we've sort of gelled really well as a team with the existing players that were there, the six or seven plus the, the five or six that have come in. And actually the, the goalposts have changed a little bit. And now, now we're sort of looking at trying to push on to that top five and, and maybe an FA cup spot. So um, yes. it's a shame we weren't, um, we weren't all together from the start of the season and maybe did a pre-season because you, you never know where we may have ended up, but. Um, well, a lot, a lot higher than now. I think we could have well been in that top two, three sort of thing. Definitely. Yeah, and like I say, it gives us a, a springboard to, to move on to next season and, you know, maybe with a couple of new faces and the young lads, um, like little Jake and Joel we've got coming through. Um, yeah. You know, who knows next season? We get a decent pre-season under our belt and, and we'll see. Well, that that would be excellent, wouldn't it? So, with just four games to go then, you really summarise the fact we should be aiming, hopefully, to get in that top five position. Absolutely. So, I think um, at the weekend... We, the boys had a look at the table after the game, but we're just a couple of points off, off of the top four now with four games left. So, um, again, we, we hope to win all our games now. We've, we've beat some of the top teams this year and, and yeah. now we go into games, you know, not expecting to win, but knowing that if we're at it and we perform well, that, you know, there's a good chance 
that um, we'll pick up the three points. So we hope to to win our last four games and hopefully some other results go go our way and and we'll be up there. Yes, yeah, so well, obviously we do we do need to rely on teams above slipping up once or twice, to, you know, even if we win them all. But uh, they often do, don't they? They've got four games to play each, so uh, there's, a, there's we're only a few points off third right. place, really. It's not many. And so we've we've uh, we've already played Cheddar twice and Kingston twice, and I think some of the teams around them have, around us have got to play them still. So it's all to play for. But like you say, there's no easy games in in this league, and we've maybe not been as I mean, performance-wise, over the last few weeks, not been quite as as um, as good as we were over Christmas. But we've managed to grind out a couple of one nils and grind out results. So, like I said, there's there's no gimmies in the league. But hopefully, if we can get through the next four games, we'll see. That's it. I was going to throw this one in. Is there any chance of you bringing along the Jordan to Silver fan club that turned up a caution? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've tried. I tried. They uh, they wanted to come. Um, They've asked me about any any games because they're based in Newport. They're some of my work right. colleagues. Yeah, but uh, they made a lot of noise that day away at, at Longwell, didn't they? <laughs> they did. There's a, there's a lot of songs about food, Jordan, and stuff like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they seem yeah, to get they, a bit rather personal, but there you go. They, uh, if it, if it spurred you on, mate. Supportive, really. <laughs> <laughs> I told them to try and uh, put off the other team, but most of the uh, the songs were aimed at me. <laughs> they were aimed at you. But, I think they all were. Give it to Jordan. <laughs> oh look, he's, yeah. I think one of them. Look, he's running quick. There must be food at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? They they turned out to be a, a lucky omen. I think we won five 0 that day away from home, didn't we? So, oh, it was it was a great uh, game. Yeah, yeah. So great we, we don't mind. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's good. Well, thanks for this. Just one more question. I've asked I've asked the other players, so see how you do on this one. Really, if a club were to come along and knock on Andy Crabtree's door, if he's got a door for them to knock on, that is, I don't know, um, yeah. and said, "We want Jordan to come and play for us," which club would it be? Ah, uh, so I. I remember this question from uh, when you had Jake Hurd on the podcast, yes. actually. And, uh, yeah. I, I'm kind of... There would only be one team. <laughs> there, would, there wouldn't yeah. be any, any local team or anyone that I would, I would leave Wormwood. So it's probably, um, like I say, I had a few years out. So I've only played a few years uh, or a few full seasons. But um, this is the most that I've enjoyed my football um, ever. And we've built a really good um, atmosphere in the dressing room and, and on the pitch. So... Um, certainly nothing local. I think the only one I would do, it would have to be Liverpool, but <laughs> yeah, there you go. I can't see that happening. I can't see that happening. So no, I'm uh, I'm really happy where I am. There wouldn't be any team. Um, well, but... there'd be you as centre back. There'd be Harry Barnes as left back. So that's uh, right. That's two to start with if you get the choice. So you're all right. <laughs> that's right. Harry's my uh, my insurance policy at left back. He's my leg sometimes yeah. when uh, they've got a quick flare. <laughs> so he'd have to come with me. <laughs> he'd have to go. Well, he did say he would go there. You know, but uh, oh, that's uh, well. Right. That, that's great, Jordan. Well, thanks very much indeed for joining us on the podcast. No uh, we've got to see if we can get more people to listen to yours than listen to Jake Hurd, because he's actually in the lead at the moment on number of listens for a player interview. So oh, okay. you've, got to tr- you've got to spread the word on this one. All your mates in do. Cardiff, Newport, wherever they are, they've all got to join in and share it on their social media. That would be no uh, problem get more people to listen so thanks very much and uh, hope you get fit soon and we look forward to seeing you back on the pitch that's brilliant thank you very much Roland thank you take care many thanks there to Jordan De Silva for his time in uh, talking to us about Warminster Town Football Club and his playing career so far and we certainly appreciate all the hard work that Jordan puts in on the pitch as well in helping Warminster Town to do so well this season. He plays a large part in that. So thank you to him 
on all counts really. So coming up now we're going to take uh, a quick review of what's been happening at YouTube and with our live broadcast. Stay tuned. Well let's talk about YouTube. Now on Saturday we were at Oldham Abertonians all ready to broadcast the match live as we do every match that we possibly can we bring you live coverage. I went to start the broadcast and a message popped up saying user blocked. Wow that was a bit of a shock to say the least with just a few minutes to kick off. So I tried again and again we tried at half time kept getting the same message. Of course didn't have a lot of time to try and mess around and solve the problem uh, but once uh, the match was over do some investigations and it shows that YouTube requires that we have 1,000 subscribers. Now apparently this has been a rule for some time but YouTube hadn't noticed for the past six months or so we've been bringing you live football without having 1,000 subscribers and without any emails or notifications to me they just went and put this block on. So that's a bit of an issue. Now we've started a campaign to increase the number of subscribers. We're always trying to get people to subscribe anyway but now it's a little more urgent so that we can get to 1,000. Uh, we've been asking various people to help us, football clubs, local teams, on Twitter and yourself. So if you're not a subscriber yet to YouTube please go to YouTube and look up our channel Warminster Town Football Club. Just subscribe. All they require is an email address. Even if you don't want to watch the channel but if you listen to this podcast presumably you might like to uh, subscribe get your friends to subscribe as well anyone even if they're not interested in watching our matches subscribing costs them nothing they don't have to watch anything but it will get our numbers up to the 1000 and as soon as we can reach a thousand subscribers we can go back live transmitting the matches to you so it's one of these peculiar rules apparently it used to be 10,000 people you had to have as subscribers now it's a thousand still a lot when you're a small football club but you know I'm sure we can make it one way or another we'll get there but in the meantime we're going to have to try different methods now ultimately YouTube is the best it's, it's great for picture quality it's great for people being able to find the videos to share them etc but we're going to have a go at transmitting live through our Facebook page Warminster Town Football Club Facebook page so look up on the day the Facebook page you should see us go live um, you should still be able to blow the picture up to size don't have to watch it small you should be able to click the button in the corner it makes it go full screen and you'll be able to comment. One advantage with Facebook that we have is that I will be able to see the comments on Facebook so if you do say anything we'll be able to see that um, which we can't do when we go on live on YouTube people can comment but we as broadcasters can't actually see it on, on the phone that we're using uh, so that's one advantage. Disadvantage with Facebook doing it this way we can't zoom not by the mechanical methods I use on something I call a, a, which is a gimbal which stabilizes the phone that allows me to zoom from the handle of the gimbal that doesn't work on Facebook however you know we'll we'll do what we can until we can rectify the situation but you can play your part in recommending people to f subscribe to us on YouTube so share it out on your social media platforms anybody you know friends family if you've got two accounts for any reason use both of them anything you can to basically increase the subscriber number and thank you very much for doing that so that's about it for now on the live front we'll talk about other things next
So we're back to Jamie and we're going to take a look at uh, how things lie now in the first division after the weekend's results. So, Jamie, do you want to just run through the league table and obviously particularly where we are as Warminster Town? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we are currently now in sixth uh, after our win over Oldland at the weekend. Uh, a couple of games above us went our way. Um, I think Chard and Calm both lost out. Um, so that's moved us moved us up to sixth, and we're only two points behind uh, fifth and fourth, which is Longwell Green Sports and Ashton Backwell United. Uh, Cheddar are still top, uh, back to the top of the league, should I say, um, on seventy nine points. Although Canesham obviously got the upper hand over them the uh, the other week, and uh, they're second with a game in hand, so uh, they're only a point behind on seventy eight. So it's going to be a good race to the. Uh, to the uh, to the championship. Yeah, for some reason their match was postponed. Yeah, the match was postponed. How was it? I did wonder why Kingsham hadn't played this. Yes, I don't know why. I haven't looked into why, but it did come up on the Twitter feed. Match postponed. Ah, right. Were they playing the phones then? Because I don't think the phones played either. I can't remember now who it was. To be honest, we'll have to look that one up. But yeah, yeah. Never mind. Then we have Bristol Telephones. Obviously, still at the bottom of the league. Six points adrift now. Uh, from uh, Oldland, and then uh, Chippenham Park, Radstock, Portishead, uh, Bishop Sutton, Bishop's Lydia, they're all very close together at the bottom of the table. Uh, Welton Rovers are dead smack in the middle. Uh, well City, who is a, a game we've got coming up in a couple of weeks' time, are in ninth, a couple of places below us. And uh, Chippenham Park, obviously the last team we're playing at the end of the season, last game of the season, are, uh, are obviously ones in 18th. And uh, Bishop Sutton, who we've got at the weekend, are in 15th. So, um, yeah. It's all to play for. It's looking mm. interesting, actually. Top and bottom. And, of course, from the warmest point of view now, there's a good chance of getting in the top five and certainly possibly even finishing third. You never know. It's, um, it's well, a bit We can but hope. We can but hope. We've got four games to go. Really. And, you know, if, if games above us go away, then, yeah, quite possibly. Yes. It's an exciting time for Warmish this season. It's a really it good finish to the it season. Is. It's a good stepping stone for next season as well. It is. That's that's what we're aiming for, really, isn't it? So now you've mentioned the teams we've got to play. So coming this Saturday is Bishop Sutton. So a home game with Bishop Sutton. So uh, we had a dreadful day down there, if you remember, when it was pouring oh, out yes. rain. And, yes. Uh, terrible yeah. game. Terrible Poor game. Referee. Terrible day. <laughs> terrible referee. Terrible pitch. <laughs> oh. It was everything wasn't right that day, was it? No, just everything that went wrong that day went wrong, I think. Yeah. So we're we're hoping for better things, obviously, this Saturday. Uh, Then we come to the bank holiday weekend. Uh, The Good Friday, we are going down to Wells City. So that's uh, an important game for the team. And it should be a a, good crowd down there, hopefully, as well for, Mm -hmm. for a bank holiday. And then on the Monday, that's April the 19th, I believe, we are looking for our Make It 200. So can we get 200 from, uh, from attendance from our campaign, the Make It 200 campaign, when devisers come to town? So uh, if you haven't put in your diary yet to come along to Warminster, obviously, please do. So we can get a really good crowd, good atmosphere going and cheer the boys on in what will be the penultimate game of the season. Mm. Uh, because because the Saturday after that, as you mentioned, the last game of the season, actually Chippenham Park. And then it's all yep. over for another it season. It is. It is the end of the oh. season. It's gone very quickly, actually. I'm it, quite surprised. It has. It has flown by this season. It has. And, and we've actually had a few Saturdays recently where it's been dry. Yes, that does make a change. <laughs> we've had a 
A few wet ones, to say the least, but never mm. mind. Uh, that is the life of football for you. When you go it in, is. you have to take it all weathers, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Although, that said, you know, we've had a lot of rainy Saturdays this year, but fewer games, I think, have been postponed this season. So, Oh, well, last season it was awful, wasn't it? We it was. Weeks we weeks went, on into, went on into May, yeah. like, late May, didn't we, I think, last yeah. season? I think, fortunately, it's just kind of rained generally on the day as opposed to days and days before to, yes. to drown everything. So mm. uh, it's just us that got wet rather than mm-hmm. <laughs> the pitch too much. So there we go, Jamie. So thanks very much for the review. We'll look forward You're to seeing you on Saturday. And uh, keep well and see you then. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to the Warmster Town Football Club Supporter Podcast. It's great that you've been here and I do hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future.